Good morning. I want to thank you for joining me for our last study together in the Gospel of Mark. Uh, you'll be reading chapters 15 and 16 today, and uh, it is focusing all on the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Now, Mark, as I will remind you, has been driving home one particular point, that Jesus is the Son of God, that He absolutely unequivocally can be nothing else but the Son of God. And we saw that in the first eight and a half chapters. That's the question that's being asked the whole time. Who is this Jesus? And it's constantly being revealed. He is the Son of God. I'll remind you that at the baptism, when John the Baptist uh, baptized Jesus, that the Spirit descended on Him like a dove, and a voice and this light from heaven came down and said, this is my beloved Son, and recognize Jesus as Mark is pointing out that this is the Son of God. In a same way, later on, we see that demons are crying out, this is the Son of God, as Jesus is casting them away. We saw at the transfiguration when a cloud descended and Jesus is being glorified and you're seeing Him as the radiant Son of God, another voice from the cloud says, This is my beloved Son. We've seen those things constantly as a reminder. We're going to see it here again. We know the story. Jesus is betrayed. Jesus is betrayed by Judas. He's arrested. He's taken and put on mock trial after mock trial. He is given to the Romans. The Romans recognize His innocence time and time again, and yet the bloodlust of the people calls for His crucifixion, His death. And so here we see that Jesus is placed upon a cross. They put nails through His wrists and feet. They've beaten Him. they put a crown of thorns upon His head. They've mocked Him. But I want to read to you from Mark chapter 15. I want to start in verse 33. And I want you to see, so we've had a light and a voice coming down from heaven. You've had a cloud descending from heaven. And here we're going to see darkness coming over from heaven are coming over the whole land. Let me read it to you. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lima sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, Behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now here it is. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly, this man was the Son of God. Out of light and a voice from heaven, this is my beloved Son. Out of a cloud at the transfiguration, this is my beloved Son. 
now out of the darkest, most wicked thing the world has ever proclaimed, even a vile pagan looks up at the suffering Christ and says truly, this man was the son, son of God. Mark has made his case from beginning to end. This Jesus, whom was crucified, He is the Son of God. He is the only Christ. He is the only Messiah. And in His death, He took on the punishment for the iniquity of all those who would place their trust in Him, who would find themselves in Christ. Even a vile pagan recognizes at the overwhelming testimony of who Jesus is and all He's done, even a vile pagan says, truly this is the Son of God. As you continue on and you get into chapter 16, it says, When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint Him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb, and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid Him. But go, tell His disciples and Peter that He is going before you to Galilee. There you will see Him, just as He told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb for trembling and astonishment and seized, had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. And that's how the Gospel of Mark ends. It ends with just that, this cliffhanger. Wait a minute. He's alive. And of course we say, yes, He's alive. He's the Son of God. The evidence is overwhelming. Jesus is the Son of God, and His death on a cross was absolute victory and salvation for me. Of course the grave could not hold Him. Of course the tomb could not contain Him. He is alive. He is risen, just like He told the disciples He would. And it was so alarming and so astonishing that the women they didn't even tell anybody because they were so afraid. Very quickly, I will mention that your Bible probably contains um, more verses. It's not the end of Mark in your, in your Bible, and it contains verses 9 through 20. The reason why they're there is because they are in some of the manuscripts that we have that we take the text from. But... These verses, verses 9 through 20 of chapter 16, they are not in the earliest manuscripts. Now, it could be that they were lost and then that they were brought back, that these words were lost and they were brought back. That could be the case. But more likely the case is that it was an oral tradition that the Gospel of Mark was concluded in this way. Because as it is, 
with just the women saying nothing to anyone for they were afraid. That's such a cliffhanger. So perhaps the oral tradition of Mark was to include these verses. Whatever the case may be, we can look at them and we can appreciate them because there is nothing in this text that strays from Scripture. We see that in these verses, Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Well, that happens. We're, that's confirmed in other places, in other Gospels. Jesus appears to the two disciples. That's confirmed in the Gospel of Luke. The Great Commission, of course, in Matthew. We see that these things confirm other Gospel accounts. And so they are here in black and white in our Bibles, though they were not in the earliest manuscripts. The main focus is this, that Jesus is the Son of God. It's overwhelming to know He's the Son of God, that He is conquered, that He is victorious, and that He is risen. And we can live in light of that truth today. We can live in the hope of His return, and we can live uh, in the power of His working even today, in Clay, Alabama. So thank you so much for going with me through this journey into the Gospel of Mark. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I look forward to seeing you again.